Welcome to another edition of the Screaming Eagles podcast. I'm your host, Ben, and joining me, as always, is the man who's looking a little bit nervous at the moment, actually. <laughs> he says he's hungover, but I think it's just nerves. Billy Buttons. Thank you, Ben. We're here, the eve of the, the game. Well, it's not even the eve, it's the day of the, the game. The day of the game, the Eddie, Eddie Hayson Cup, second anniversary, second, what do you call it, second year of the Eddie yeah. Hayson Cup. Yep. Um, only one match this year and it kicks off the season round one i know round one it's a little bit um when i saw the when i when the rounds came out the draw came out sorry i was a little bit disappointed to be honest um as we've seen we've already had some upset wins um you know favorites such as the penny panthers have been absolutely put to the sword by st george so, you know, no, there could be a massive upset today Manly, <laughs> with, with, Para, yeah. with Para actually winning. Doubtful, obviously, but uh, hey, who would have thought Penny over uh, St. George? Yeah, who would have thought? Well, I was actually looking through the stat sheet, uh, which is what I do before every big game. Yeah. And um, really interesting, the last five... <laughs> right. I don't I didn't even know if I've told you this before, yeah. but yeah, I think Paris won five of the last times I played and then you throw in the win, comprehensive drubbing, you would call it probably, in the nines, which we all know means a lot. <laughs> yes, the nines, which the Penrith Panthers just won, I believe. Yes, yeah. no, no, they were, they were runners up. The oh, Roosters. The Roosters, Roosters okay. The Roosters yeah. look good last night too, but we yeah. don't care about them. because no, We'll leave that for uh, Infidel's Corner. <laughs> that's right, all five Roosters fans can ring up and complain yeah, about circle that. circle jerk over it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a little bit with you. I was When I saw Paraverse Manly round one, my initial excitement was tempered a little bit by the fact that these round one games just are really hard yep. to read a lot into. Yeah. I mean, they, they all count, and it's good to have that rivalry match in mm. the first round. But really, what what are you going to take out of this? You know, you've got you've got 26 more weeks to go. You probably yep. just, you know, realise that Parry is, in fact, better than Manly, but that's not that. We don't I, really I think I that. think it depends on who wins, is depending on what you can take <laughs> yeah, out of that's it. Right. Yeah, I think I think you'll find, and you know, you can ask anyone else on the podcast this, and I'm sure they'll agree with me <laughs> that um, essentially, if Manly win, then you can say, well, that's a true show of form. If they lose, then you put it down to a first round. The the, the exception that makes the rule, I believe, <laughs> <laughs> what it's commonly referred to. I mean, personally, I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Feel free. Yeah. I I think today's match. I think you can really. Um, what you can take out of it is the forwards. Yeah. If the forwards are dominating, I mean, for you know, running hard is running that's hard. Right. Yeah, that's You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if, if the forwards don't lose the battle, if they're getting ground and if they're making their tackles and they're pushing forward with the ball and doing all that kind of stuff, then 
even if you end up losing but your forwards have played well, you can go, well, the backs obviously will always take a time, uh, take some time to gel and especially... Yeah. I mean, both, you know, as much as I'd hate to, you know, give an excuse for Paro, both teams have got new half That's, combinations. Yeah. Um, although Guntho did play a bit. I don't... Corey yeah. wasn't there at the end of the season. I can't remember no, why, but he yeah. was in Bali or something. I don't know. He's at the casino. I think. I, I actually was he representing Semi Red Radra or something. No, because I remember him going into court. Is he yeah. a lawyer? Yeah. I don't Innocent know. till proven guilty. <laughs> Which he was proven guilty. Yeah. So we uh, just to give everyone some context. Cyrus isn't here. He's waiting for us uh, up in Lotto Land God's territory. Country. God's country. <laughs> We're having a cheeky a cheeky intro here in the Eagles Nest and we're about to trek up the up the highway up to the brand new Lotto Land Stadium. Um over yeah, the over the spit bridge. Over the spit bridge, that's so right. We're it's eight o'clock in the morning right now and we're we're gonna leave now and we should just get there for four o'clock. That's right. <laughs> got all out for the spit bridge. Yeah, as long as it's not uh it's not opening. But yeah, I agree with you. I think Forwards, it will be an, an interesting takeout, but really the key... Especially for, with a wet track. Yeah, but the key to both our seasons this year really will come down to how Blake Green kind of fits in with DCE and whether that lets DCE be that attacking player that we saw two or three years ago. Mm. Um, and with Para, it's, it's a big gamble for them. They don't have uh, a 5'8". They've, they've thrown Gutherson in there. Um, they're going to start with, with Norman and Gutherson. They've got Jeff Robson, who really is just a backup player. Um, mm. If they have to fall back to Robson as their half and put Norman back in at 5'8", to go to that pairing, I think you know it's not potent enough to really challenge the, the big teams. Um, and I think for Manly, again, if they can get Blake Green firing and build a good combo there... Mm. You know that that takes care of a lot of their a lot of their attack issues that that they were a little bit um, single dimensional, one dimensional last year. So it'll be interesting. But mm. as you say, f- first round early, you know, two new pairings in the halves. Um, you know, we'll, we'll just keep an eye out on. And I think, you know, I think there's some interesting matchups there, and I think there's I, I went through it from, yeah. through the teams, and I think there's a couple of mismatches there. But and I think. The game could be decided there, but you know what? I'm actually not going to talk about it because by the no. time people listen to this yeah, podcast, be over it. the yeah. game's already been played, so they'll just be listening to a game. Well, that was wrong. Yeah, that was wrong. Fuck, that was a big call, and he was completely wrong. Well, so I'm not going to put myself out there to look like a fuckwit. Well, so. what we can do, we'll come back and we'll, we'll make some <laughs> okay. pointers yeah, after the game, and I'll insert it. And yeah. I go, I think it's really going to come down to yeah. Travoyevich and whether he can run a full length of the field dry. I think Achille Uate will just, you know, go length of the field. I've just got this feeling. I've got a feeling that he's going to run past Semi like Semi's like, stopped bash someone. They'll have, a, they'll have a Fijian carver ceremony at the end of the game. I did see last night prayer session at the end of one of the games. Oh, so God. Here we go. Keep an eye out for that. There's, uh, mm. The Lord will be watching down on Lotto Land. Yeah. Uh, so... Anyway, there's our there's our right. non so we'll, preview. We'll we'll be uh, we'll be recording on the way down to Lotto Land and at Lotto Land itself, and so how the audio actually works out with my new mic rig into yeah. my phone uh, is anyone's guess, but um, you pay for what you get, and the well. podcast free. So shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> the Screaming Eagles Podcast. All right, so we're off to Lotto Land. Lotto land. 
Um, so let's talk. Let's talk weekend footy. Let's talk news. News. So, um, first story. Choose the door. You got to talk about the choose the door this week. Well, yeah, it's been a massive week. I mean, it, it's blown up. Yeah. Could, you couldn't put it any other way. No, no. I think we've had almost eighty views now. Eighty views yeah. on our grassroots campaign, choose the door, which of course now has its official anthem, care of Billy Buttons. Yeah. And a film clip to go with it. That's right. Well, that's, that's the only way to speak to this generation, isn't it, with the visual... Gen, Gen Y. It's, yep. it's about getting that message across. Sure. It's about the youth. Yep. I'm going to do my Todd Greenberg impersonation. We are, yeah. we are very serious about getting this message across. Right. I mean, there's nothing more important to the NRL and to the Screaming Eagles podcast... Nothing. ...than domestic violence will yep. not be tolerated. Yep. So we implore the players out there listening, because we know you're listening... Choose the door. Sometimes you just need some space. Sometimes you get away. Don't want anyone up in your face. Be training hard at work all day. But then she comes along. She's carrying on. What do you do? Say the winner of uh, the the uh, choose your, choose the door winner this season uh, this week, absolutely clear clear head and shoulders <laughs> above the rest. Um, uh, Kenny Ke- Edwards. Kenny Edwards. Now this guy just can't get a 
can't get the, through his head, can he? Like, so he's been guilty in the past of pissing in other people's bottles for drug testing. Yep. Um, something else, I believe. He's done something else. Yeah. He, was at, he wasn't at Para or Manly when that happened, so we can... Right. We can ignore that. Yep. But... He, oh, look, when you read the headlines at the start, it was like Eelstar pleads guilty to yes, domestic violence. Yes. And it was like, I was expecting a kicking yeah. or, yes. And not to make light of any kind of physical mm, intimidation. Never. Never diminish. You can never diminish. Yeah. Even verbal intimidation. Yeah. But, I mean, at the same time, it's not what you would normally think, like pouring a drink on someone. Yeah. So, everyone who doesn't know, basically, um, the complaint was is that he poured a vodka and raspberry pre-mixed drink over his sleeping girlfriend. As well as a water, I believe. And a water. Yes. Well, the water probably came afterwards, <laughs> just to, to get that sticky Skin raspberry off. off. <laughs> he realised he was going to have to sleep yeah. in a sticky raspberry cruiser bed. But very odd. Yeah. Um, not the smartest thing to do, but you wouldn't, you wouldn't expect... You know the courts to be clogged up with those type of incidents. No, no, you Again, wouldn't. He's a big guy. You don't want yeah. you don't want guys doing that. No. So it's not to make light of it. Mm. Uh, Para put out a very long. Do you think if it wasn't statement. an alcohol, if you think it was just the water, do you mm. think he'd be up? Do you think he'd be up for for um, a charge to answer for? Yeah. If you just poured water over her, there's something about pouring alcohol over somebody which just it does make it a bit more it resonates aggressive. a little bit worse don't you think yeah, yeah like if, 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 if you're pouring water it's a prank yeah if you're pouring a pre-mixed raspberry and vodka it means it's in it's suddenly you've set the set the scene in your head that he's been drinking yeah and it was a drunken thing and you know of course the question has to be asked why the fuck was he drinking vodka and raspberries what and now, I mentioned this on Twitter uh, during the week, but if you look at the um, the domestic violence cases, the Choose the Door, previous Choose the Door winners, pre-mixed drinks seem to be an issue Yeah. in the NRL, and I think Todd Greenberg needs to look at that. You've got, you yeah. got Corey Norman and the Canadian Club pre-mixed cans. Yeah. You've got Josh Dugan and the Breezers. And Ferguson and the Breezers. Now you've got uh, Kenny Edwards and a... Raspberry Cruiser. Raspberry Cruiser. <laughs> I mean... These guys get paid well. What are they doing? I mean, once is, once is coincidence, but three times... Yeah, there's a pattern. There's a pattern there. There's enough for, for a can, lawyer to draw, a, to draw a line. Dots. That's right. So I think, you know, is it... Do we even shy away from choose the door and choose the non-premixed drink? Choose the, choose the beer. Cho- yeah. Just what happened to like a... I mean, I don't... Look, I don't like to jump to conclusions and I don't like to overstate things, but I, I want to say that I don't think there's ever been an act of violence while drinking beers. No. Ever in the I history of drinking. It's not even up for debate. No. It's actually... It's the sugars in the pre-mixed drinks yeah. which are doing it. You're all hyped up on sugar yep. and suddenly you get a bit silly. I've seen it at kids' birthday parties yeah, and now we're seeing it at the NRL level. Absolutely, and you know, I got to say, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Mitchell Pearce was on the premix as well. Yeah, I'm, when he was shooting no the doubt. dog, there's no doubt. That's what she was saying when she said we went and had some limey limes. <laughs> I think they do limes. That's of, lime. Yeah. That wasn't she saying limey limes like lime and vodkas yeah, premix. Auto spell problem. <laughs> yes. 
so the rugby league again it's about getting that message across though and maybe maybe we need to explore this more maybe there's a maybe we can introduce a sugar-free alcohol-free yep Zero. Well, no, not alcohol-free, because we've already identified alcohol itself isn't a problem. That's, I mean, hey, alcohol doesn't kill people. Otherwise, pubs... People be drinking pre-mix yeah, kills people. Right. Yeah, that's so, right. Uh, so, anyway, getting back to Kenny Edwards, let's not let the let para, them, yeah, off para the player off the hook that quickly. Um, of course, the first question i got to ask is, who the fuck is he and what does he do? He... Not, not to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is he and what does he do? Who is his daddy? Uh, he is like a second rower. Right. Pretty handy player. Any chance of making the 17? Yeah, he makes the 17 every yeah. week. But okay. he, he's probably a bench player. He's not He's not a star. Yeah. I guess Parra have lost a bit of... They lost Danny Wicks. Um, Danny Wicks, the, the redemption story, always... Uh, and now a um, tradie, I believe, isn't he? Is he? I don't yeah, know. I think he's become a house builder or something. Okay. He was the one that um, was always pretty, you know, kept his hand on the pill, as mm. Nathan Highmarsh joked on air. Um, kept got caught in possession a few times with the pill. So, <laughs> but they missed. They missed Danny Wicks was good for Paris. So Kenny Edwards is like a utility second rower. He's a bit of a what my dearly uh, beloved father would have called a mug lair. Like, he carries on a bit. Right. So, he's the dude that goes down with the cramps all the time when the games, well, you know, when Parra have managed to not squander a 26-point lead. Yeah. And, you know, Appy Corosau throws the ball six metres forward when all they've got to do is, you know, score to, to win. Yeah. That was Edwards who pretends to have leg cramps. Right, right. And right. He's, he featured in that video, which someone did. Remember there was a video of them all dancing in the change room? And then someone, I think maybe the footy show or Maddie John's show, did a, a mix-up of it where they put all the para players dancing with money bags. Right, yeah. But he's front and centre in. You'll often see him on Corey Norman's Snapchat. Okay. Or Instagram. Right. Decent player, but he's not He's not key. But it's another, it's another depth issue, you know. You lose yeah. those first graders, you start tapping other guys on the shoulder. And even if, it's, even if he was borderline, it's still just... He's not there putting pressure. It's seven weeks. I think it was a pretty... I think this penalty was right, personally. I mm. think... I don't think you want to get banned for that. Um, no. For, but seven weeks is and a, and a $50,000 fine, I think it was. So... And, and I think the other thing here is his track record. Yes. As you say, you know, yeah. taking drug tests for other people. Yeah. He's had a, ample warnings. So... Pretty heavy, though. It's like Blake Ferguson... You hear the backstory on some of these players, and you, I mean, it's all very easy for us to jump on board and, and get on our mile high horses. He's on his way to Lotto, I don't Yeah, this bloke in there. Yeah, all the way from Parry. He's itself. heading. We are actually, this is the road from Parra. It's chockers. Yeah, Everyone. It's, mm. um, but the story about Kenny Edwards was his, he, he witnessed his dad commit suicide when he was like 14. Right. Not, not that that should mean that he can go and tip drinks over people, but it's like Blake Ferguson again. He's a knob, mm. but by all accounts, his upbringing—he was in and out of like shelters. He was homeless when he was fourteen. I think James Roberts, um, similar, similar story. So, Look, I grew up on the mean streets of Newport. Yeah, that's true. So you know, 
main street. I will say I have probably thrown water over somebody at some point in my life. <laughs> I think you've thrown water but over not, me. Not a, I wouldn't say it was a pre-mixed <laughs> alcoholic drink, but I've definitely thrown water over people. Have you, like, I thought pre-mixed drinks, you stopped drinking them when you were maybe 15. You kind of moved Mate, I'll be honest with you, I don't think you ever started. Yeah. Like, I... Were they just not a thing for us? I, I can't ever remember having a pre-mixed drink. I had Sub-Zero. Do you remember Sub-Zero? I remember Sub-Zero's and they were probably like... That was as close. Yeah, they were that terrible. was probably the closest you would get to anything like a pre-mixed drink. But, and I had one or two, but I remember, I don't, I remember having them just going, oh, okay. Because they were kind of like... They broke... Like, there was the West Coast coolers... That's right. Right? In the middle of the 80s. Then they kind of died off and then there was nothing. Yeah, there was... For about five years or so, right. and then the Sub-Zeros came in. So it was kind of like, a, oh, have you tried these things? And you go, oh, no, and you'd have one. You go, oh, okay. I you have it. a sip and you go, oh, it's good. Yeah, you're I get it. 16, and then you have another sip and you go, this tastes like just sugar. Yeah. They put so much sugar in it to mask Again, the taste of alcohol. the white killer. And we know, yeah, that white, that white powdery substance. Yep. Sugar. So... Um, and while we're talking, you, you're bringing up uh, Corey Norman and his Instagram account. Yep. Um, Manly, the Manly boys, Lusick and Tafua, uh, featured heavily on Corey Norman's Instagram account during the week. Okay. Um, with Corey Norman and, I want to say, one of those other fucking... Well, there was Seguiaro, of course. Gutherson. Gutherson's and, often around. And Isaac Johns. Gutho wasn't in it, but there okay. was some other guy, and I'm going to say he was a para player. I don't know. Okay. Going out With all enemy. together. Yeah. And I've got to say, I don't like it. No. I don't like it. No. Um, and I'll be interested. Um, Mark Bryant is keen to come on the show again this season. And I Premiership wanna... winning forward. Premiership winning prop forward. Yeah. Mark Bryant. 40 nil, I believe the score was. What? Yeah. Um, I'm not even going to bother with my attitude. <laughs> don't even bother. Um, uh, so, and I'm going to ask him whether that is, if that kind of thing happened when he was playing, um, and whether just because social media wasn't really around as much, yeah. that you just didn't know about it. But the week that you're going to play somebody, yeah, to be hanging out with them and having a good time, I don't get it. Yeah, it's weird. I just don't. You can't, you can't tell me after a few drinks that their loose lips don't yeah. fucking start. You know, like, oh, yeah, DCE's been practising this all fucking week and, yeah. you know, this and that. You can't tell me that doesn't happen. I don't, I don't believe it. I just, I, they yeah. could swear blind to me that there's nothing like that going on and I would call bullshit on it. Yeah. There's no way. If I was, if I was a coach or was in, you know, manly in some form or other, even if I was just the fucking guy who brought out the kicking tee, yeah. I'd be bringing it out saying, if you kick a tee, oh, I wouldn't be fucking hanging out with him if I was you. What? You heard me. Yeah, like you got... <laughs> you heard me, cunt. You got... Now 20, kick the fucking goal. 26 more weeks you can hang out. Like, yeah. It's one week. Well, they've literally just been hanging out in Bali together in the off-season, so by all means, yeah. do it, but you don't... Because Blake Leary, he's one of them always around. Well, he's up in... Cat. He's up in... He plays for the Cowboys now, so he's been separated from them all. But I, I and, but that that's also brings me where I think, you know, teams like the Storm, Cowboys, Broncos, 
they've got a bit of an advantage, advantage because they don't hang out with the opposition. They're not all mates. Like, they form their own tight unit because there's no one else around there. Yeah. Fucking thousands of miles. Yeah. Um, And I saw it, and I brought it up on Twitter, and I kind of got shut down pretty quick. Like, ah, it doesn't matter. But, I don't know. I think it does. We're just old school, you know. Yeah, and look, I, I wasn't a professional athlete, by choice. Yeah. Well, inju- um, could have been Injuries got but, me uh, Yeah <laughs> I was really um, But I, I know when I used to play basketball And you'd play, have a game of pick up With your mates Right As opposed to going and playing At the Willoughby Leisure Dome Yeah On a Sunday night Against guys you'd never played against before Yeah I can assure you that elbows were thrown On those Sunday night games Which you would never do When you're playing against your mates Yeah It's just not it's, you know, like, there's an extra level of aggression there when you're playing against complete strangers who, just through default, you assume are cunts. Yeah. Well, you see it too, as, as you pointed out, you see it in those... I do make good points. You do make good points. Yeah. You see it in Melbourne, you see it in Brisbane, you see it in North Queensland and Canberra even. Yep. And I guess the other Next time, season with the Perth Eels, you'll yeah, see it. Yeah, uh, the Northern Knights... Um, Newcastle. <laughs> they already are the Newcastle Knights. No, the Northern Knights. The Northern Knights. Yeah, right. yeah you've lost your sea eagles. <laughs> yeah, because the Knights are so healthy. Yeah. They're, that they're the yeah. club that are going to become the dominant Great one. Great shape. <laughs> they're in they're gonna be fantastic the shape. Well, they're they're going to hold the cards. They've got a very rich owner, you know, in the, uh, the NRL. Yeah. Um, but the other time you see it, again, it's too early to read anything. But look at St George, everyone wrote St George off. And again, they won one game. I'm not suggesting they're gonna like yeah, threaten round. or yeah. make the eight. But sometimes that siege mentality, that you know, we're under attack. Yeah. It happened with the Bulldogs after the salary cap and raid dramas they went through. Yeah. Well it even happened with the Eels last season. Yeah, they, they stuck together with a depleted you know. roster. But you do if you can of encourage that siege mentality and that togetherness. You watch Bill Belichick in the NFL. No doubt, like he wouldn't stand for it. I don't think Wayne Bennett would stand for his players doing it. It is hard in this market. I know they, they're friends. You don't want to tell people who to hang out with and who not to hang out with. You can risk alienating and losing your players. Mm. But the players are getting paid enough. You know how. Someone's got to have a word for them and go. Maybe it's maybe it's but not. But why the best not? Idea. Why can't you? Yeah, I know. If I go and work for Apple, you can guarantee there's something in my contract to say I can't go and hang out with. Like if I'm the head of fucking design or the head of engineering yeah, yeah, yeah. for Apple, you can guarantee that there's something in my contract to say I can't go and hang out with Bill Gates. Yeah. You can fucking guarantee it. Yeah, yeah. It just hey, I've got it in my contract. Not to say that I can't go out for a drink, but there, there's clauses in there that say I'm not allowed to go and work for other yeah. um, TV shows and I'm not allowed to give away things and all that kind of shit. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it is frowned upon to be doing that kind of stuff. So, yeah. anyway, but, I, I don't like it, but maybe it's always happened. That's true. So maybe it's just we're seeing more of it. We'll, have to, have, we'll to have to go to our good friend of the show. Yeah. Mark Bryan. Mark Bryan. Golden 40 in the old plays, I like to call him. Yeah. The, um, the other thing I wonder is, do you even if you're doing it, do you have to then broadcast it? Like, yeah, why put it up why on put social it up media? On social media. Why do you need to show everything? Why when you're smoking 
those stupid hookers that Corey Norma yeah. smokes. Yeah. And I mean the hook R H double O K A H. Either one, both. Either one. Even with the ER, why put it up there? Why put it up? Why film it? What? What? How much does it take these guys to get it through their heads? Anyway, we're sounding like fucking old farts here. Good. We need to watch 60 Minutes Perfect. and have a scotch. <laughs> yes, a smoky, peaty <laughs> scotch. Talk about the old days. Yeah. No, they never did this in the old days. Um, so, the, and I'd like to talk uh, Club in Crisis this week. Okay. Um, I'm going to go a little Infidel's Corner, because like with Club in Crisis. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say that 2015 was Manly's time for Manly to be the beatiest bitch yeah you know every story every week Manly this Manly that DCE backflip you know the fucking the media were just gagging for it they were just like oh we've been waiting so long to do this 2016 you gotta say that was Power's turn to have a go rightly so though they had it coming though it's not like you know it was, it so was, like wasn't us, sir. We were just watching it. Yeah. It was now uh, you were well, you were well fucking involved with the whole thing. But they regardless, got yeah. Um, I've got to say, this year, Club and Crisis, uh, Canterbury Bulldogs. Canterbury Bulldogs, mate. All off season, it was all about Des and the Canterbury Bulldogs. The the you you watch every week. I reckon the journalists have got a sniff, okay. and I reckon they just and now that they've got, you know, you you, you got to say they got reason they played pretty poorly and it's not even the fact that they played poorly it was that they played exactly the same kind of football that they've played yeah cannot find points here's one and for you. i reckon there's blood in the water and i reckon every week it's just going to be it's going to be on yeah well here's one rabbitos i think they're also in danger you know you've seen now that inglis has gone pretty yeah, much but the, the rabbitos rabbitos were shit last year so it's not like this is like oh my god yeah i know, know. I know, but I feel like a really interesting one was Kiri. Did you see him play yes. for the Roosters? He was unreal. I yeah. hate the guy. Yeah. I was writing him off. Yeah. He was. He looked good. Again, first game of the first season. First game of the season. But he didn't do that any games last year for the Rabbitohs. No. you got to worry. It's like when, he didn't give a fuck when, last season. True. Though. But like, players, you know what, Russell, you don't think I earned my money this time? <laughs> Mate. I'm really going to rob you this season. Yeah, exactly. I'm not doing jack shit. Um, but anyway, getting back to getting back to uh, Manly and Para. So, as as the rain yeah, just tumbles down, it does. This is. I feel like it's rained almost the last year. Out of the last four, well, out of the last four games, it's rained three times. Out of the last four games, Manly Para. And who won those games? Uh, hard to is say. Is there anything we can extrapolate from that? <laughs> hard to say. If you were a, just say you're a stats person. Yeah, you'd say that uh, Para. The only reason they've won is because it's oh, rained. Rain. It's the only reason. But um, is it rain? Or fake is it, news. Is it, I want to. I want to. I want to hand out fake news this okay. week. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't say good friend of the show. <laughs> In fact, I wouldn't even say associating with the show. Danny Weidler. Yep. Um. What a disgusting human being. Just, you know, not to jump to conclusions, but what a fucking scumbag. Like, he he's basically Anth- Choc Watmo's mouthpiece. You know, I know it, you know it. The fucking ancient Romans knew it. <laughs> and he's gone to do a story on DCE, right? Yeah. He introduces the story... 
as you know DC, he starts the story off and this was something on television this wasn't this wasn't you know his fucking smashing away at a keyboard with his two fingers that he you know <laughs> yeah, does he would once a that. week yeah um, but this was this was a piece for Channel 9 he starts it with DCE now the captain and who's always been very wary of the media um, is now you know is now the forefront of the manly side uh, and then he just goes straight into saying after out, you know, surviving, outlasting, sorry, uh, Brett Stewart, Anthony Watmo, and Glenn, and Glenn Stewart. Stewart, who of course all um, had no love for the blonde-haired halfback, and it's just kind of like it was a complete hatchet. So even before he said a fucking word, you've said, "Oh well, he's wary of the media," and then just go and prove why he's fucking wary of the media. Yeah. Instead of asking DCE, so. Instead of putting it to him, he stated it at the beginning of the article as fucking fact. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Look, I'm... And I'm why even fan. bring it up? Why? Because he's fucking Chock's mouthpiece. And then he just gets goes in there and he goes, you know... And then he talks, starts talking about the pressure. There's a lot of pressure on There's a lot of pressure. And DC's just going, no. I don't feel it. You guys talk about it. You guys like to put the pressure on me. But, you know... And now clearly before the interview started... There was clearly ground rules put down, and I'd say one of them must have been, I don't want to talk about my personal life. Yeah. Right? Clearly that was being put down from the reaction that when Danny Wilder then went, and of course you got engaged over the off-season, and DC just talked to him and said, well, that's my personal life, and and we're not going to talk about that, so come on, be yeah. nice. Yeah, yeah. And clearly it was a ground rule put down, and he just takes two seconds and just goes straight over the top of it. And then he wonders why DC... And then DC, for the rest of the interview, was just giving him one-word answers. Yeah. Just like, well, fuck you. I don't have to be here. I don't have to answer your your uh, your questions. Yeah. He's... I don't... You know, I'm not a DCE fan, but that was just a disgrace, that interview. Mm. I mean, Danny Widler is... He's, Ambulance he's chaser. He's terrible. Like, he, he's got nothing. And it, I was really hoping that... Cherry Evans, like you'd want to punch him, mm. and he was kind of like trying to look intimidating. Why? Yeah, yeah. Like he's clearly goes to a personal trainer or something. He's a, he's a he's a joke. He, he can't write. Well, he's, he's no journalist. He's I mean, there's no way he would be doing stories. He could be on, on Raw, for example, or yeah. or doing stories on whiskey down in Tasmania. Yeah, that's right. He's not making sixty minutes. Yeah, that's but right. I, but you could see that he was like, I'm going to fucking take this interview wherever I want to take it. He's flexing his muscle. I would have loved DCE. To, I mean, I think DCE he got under his skin. DCE does have to be wary of that now. You know, knowing does that, he though? Well, you shouldn't have to put up with someone being obnoxious to you that's as you say there's rules and then there's being you know you've got a you've got a responsibility as a captain you're the face of the team but not to put up with some journalist as being a smart ass you could tell from the get go yeah that Widler was just trying to be a prick to him and why like what's what's he done to Widler and Widler is the one he also has a duty to report as rugby league like what does anyone read Widler's comments? No. Anyway, he's he's a he's a joke. Fake news. He's fake news. Anyway, so again, I'm not I'm no DCE fan, but that was a pretty bad interview. And yeah. You could tell from the outset that he was he was just trying to piss him off. Yeah. Um, and what, I just don't understand what he was trying to get out of that interview either. 
I know. Well, it was. It was. It didn't have a meaning. It was like we get to know what makes him tick, but then setting it up straight away with that. Do you feel like it's your team now that you know you weren't? You ha- you've had a well documented yeah history. It's like well, hang yeah, on. It's just, just like well, it's no one's team. If you he just it, yeah, he just he just turned. He, you know what? Flipped it on him. Yeah. DC flipped it. He flipped the whole interview on him. Flip that shit, Jerry. You gotta flip that, <laughs> Larry. Shit. You gotta get up on his ass. Um, and and I, and I think it just goes to show what a fucking terrible reporter he is. Like even I know, and you know, obviously, not an award-winning journalist, but when I've interviewed anyone, you you get them comfortable in the interview. You yeah. get them answering questions. You get them in the flow, and then you and then you slip a couple of sneaky ones in there, hoping it'll go through to the keeper. Yeah, it's like when you do those. It's like Shane Moore doesn't come out and do the flip at first bowl. Yeah, exactly. Gets him comfortable. Well, that's what they do with surveys, you know. They always yeah. they ask you these, all these questions, and then as you, like, 20 questions in, yeah. they then say, you know, what's your age? What's your postcode? And what's your annual income? Like, yeah. if they ask you that at the start, you'd be like, fuck off, I'm not telling you. Yeah. But they know that you've, you've allocated a whole three minutes of your time answering stupid questions about your preference in orange juice yeah and so you're like well fuck I'm not going to waste I'll just tell them what, how much I earn and I'll give them my fucking pin number for my credit card so very bad work he's, he's, he's an unprofessional I'll tell you the other and one and he clearly didn't get what he wanted out of the interview and that's why he then started the whole thing but off with, went, the, with the voiceover and the, and, the, and the thing about you know the, the Stuarts and, and Watmo not liking him because yeah. he couldn't get it out of the interview. It's like, oh, well, I'll just put it in at the beginning as a voiceover. Channel 9. Did you did you watch any of the Channel 9? I know you've been watching... Well, no, a good a good friend of mine, I'm not going to give it away in case he gets his subscription um, <laughs> uh, cancelled, Yeah, but uh, a good friend of mine's given his password on his Foxtel Go. Okay. So, sounds, um, like, sounds like a nice guy. Yeah, I've really... Um, I've really tuned into the to the Foxtel Fox Go, Fox. so I just purely, purely to avoid um, Gus Gould. Gus, yeah. Although I would have enjoyed listening to Gus Gould call the Penrith game. I don't think he does it anymore. Oh, uh, doesn't he? I think he like. Well, he did one last year. Yeah, I think he did he... the one with Penrith because I know because it was Penrith versus Manly. Okay. And what yeah. happened in that game? Oh, I can't remember. But <laughs> <laughs> mate, we did parroted exactly the same thing. I think we choked against Penrith. We were up and choked. But um, I did find it interesting, and not to, you know, go on about Penrith, but I did find it interesting that, like, Penrith did really well last season. Um, Nathan Cleary came out of nowhere to be an unbelievable, you know, an unbelievable uh, little halfback. Yeah, the best halfback going around, apparently. And then uh, there's all these uh, articles about Gus getting involved during the off-season and doing <laughs> one-on-one coaching with uh, Nathan Cleary and the halves, both of them, yeah. and uh, taking him aside. And the smartest man in uh, football giving a little bit of wisdom on how to play and then lo and behold he just was terrible fucking first game out of the gate they get pumped by the dragons absolutely pumped by a team that couldn't find a point last season they were yeah like were embarrassing last season and uh it's not even the fact that the Panthers let so many tries in it's just that they couldn't even fucking get a try themselves I mean if it was it would be be embarrassing enough if it was like 42 to 30 yeah but to be 42 to 10, like, that's that tells you all sorts of dramas on both ends of the paddock. Is it too late to call them wooden spoon tennis this year? <laughs> too early? <laughs> well, if pa- if Parra weren't in the comp, 
I, I, I think it would be a clear choice. But para, there's just the dark horse. Yeah. You can never. Man. Um, you can never overestimate. <laughs> no, you can never underestimate their ability to throw a game. Hey, we're not the ones getting getting investigated for throwing games. I was in. Uh, That's officially been closed down too. Closed. Case closed. Case closed. Not to take credit personally, but it's probably it's probably your doing. I think uh, I think Michael Carianas uh, has been uh, due to my niggling has been looking into it, and the cops have been embar- have been embarrassed enough to shut it down. And now well, the, Scott, list, the Scott listeners Penn. got to take some credit too. Yeah, there's a lot of listeners out there. We've you know, niggling we've, as well. Yeah really made it a hot issue at Some, one of the Magnificent Seven at Police Central um, which is in Parramatta I might add and Scott Penn <laughs> uh, has now been asking for a formal apology wow has he? yeah it was in the okay. paper he's saying well you came out and publicly said that you were looking into us you need to now publicly come out and say that we're being cleared which I think that's fair enough yeah, yeah. And, and I think you know I think the underlining message there is Michael Carianis also needs to put a public apology in there. Front page. Which we will be asking him this week. I had a few too many beers last night. Right. Not none of the cruiser stuff because I just avoid that. I'm, I choose not the cruiser. You not, choose, yeah, yeah. choose the beer. Um, and I got a little bit confused. Potentially Potentially, this the time I've been spending in the peninsula is rubbing off on me mm. because I thought Michael Chamath mm. and Michael Carianis were the same person. Probably are. Maybe. So, I There's tweeted... There's probably not enough characters they allow you to put his full name there. <laughs> it's actually Carianis Chakamos. Yeah. So, he just has two. Yeah, so he, um, he tweeted about how impressed he was by the Roosters last night. Mm. And thinking that I'd just dropped the zinger, I said... Wait till the Eels go to town on the match fixes tomorrow night, and then we can talk. But then I realised it wasn't Carianis, and he's probably like, "Oh yeah, sure." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I went, "Oh yeah, that's." Well, I got Michael Carianis another thing today, where he goes, "Well, so far my tipping, I'm zero for four. and I wrote, "Well, at least you won't be done for match fixing then." <laughs> the Screaming Eagles Podcast. Yeah, we've been joined oh. by Cyrus. We're now yep. in Cyrus's territory. Yep, yep. Um, I'll tell you who also are you really gagging, likes... Are you gagging for the game, Cyrus? I'm gagging for the game. I want to talk about merchandise. There's a problem with merchandise. There's a real problem with manly merchandise at the moment. Yep. You can't talk about the car stickers, aren't you? You're talking about the car stickers. Yeah. For starters, they don't have any. No. And then I managed... They didn't have any last year either. And I came across one at a news agency this morning. Yeah. A car sticker. Yeah. Car sticker. Yeah. $22. Sounds for reasonable. For a sticker to yeah. stick on your car. Sounds reasonable. I mean, for the, mighty, for the mighty Manly Seagull. Yeah, but still, yeah, that's a lot of money. Sometimes you pay merch. a premium. You want to you show, show your true colours, but you know that the for $22, my true colours is tight ass. Yeah, but the, the Parramatta uh, bumper sticker costs uh, 6 bucks 80 <laughs> You get a 6 bucks 80 you get two in a packet. <laughs> the Screaming Eagles Podcast. Straight through. Can't 
Six nil. Six nil. Can't read too much into it, mate. Nice. It's just, just getting their getting their patterns, you know. You got to say, we were. You guys were down our end for a while. We held you out. We come down here. We score first time. Yeah, I think they're just. You know, they're not really. They're thinking about next week. Right. Probably just. They probably said we've won the last five against these guys. We don't really need to try. Wade's looking good under the high ball too. Good desperation from Manley. Norman wants the in goal. Takes a rebound. Corey Norman might have got there. He's short of the line there, but the ball is. Nah, that's fine. Now to Norman. Now to Marty Martin. Oh, he got the pass up to French somehow. That's a miracle ball. Marty Martin to Bevan French. All right, half time. Uh, 6-14 to the Eels. Regardless of what happens in the second half, I, I'm pretty pleased with how Manly's playing this this first game, considering how we've started the season previous. Cyrus? Uh, just the, 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 the drop ball and like, yeah. the, the lost ball and tackle is unnerving. Uh, but that can be improved. Yeah, it's but I haven't, I haven't seen really nice link-ups either. I, look, oh. I, I, mean, I know, disagree. I disagree. Know, there, was, there, was some nice, there was some nice touches here and there, but it, it hasn't looked dominant in any way, and, and that, that's... That's that's sad. I, I, I wanted I wanted to see a really like kind of dominant opening, dominant opening, and it, it just isn't. Just I, isn't. I, I reckon we've got more line breaks in this game than we have in the first half of the season last year. I, honestly, and I'm not joking. Like, I, I really think that we've we've hooked nice, up well. It was nice to see Cherry Evans go through. I, I yeah. actually need to see if he's on my super coach. I got no. I let's not worry about super coach, but. Yeah. He, I, actually, I don't think he is. It's all about Supercoach. Yeah, um, Billy, Farah, yeah, obviously they're up by uh, eight, point. Look, eight I, points. I thought they'd be a lot more up, so I'm a little disappointed <laughs> with their performance. But oh, no, Bill's no. good saying yeah. disappointed when you're eight up, doesn't it? No, I, it's been one of those games where they're, the tries that they've had are pretty lucky, I guess. Well, you know, unstructured play. The, fir the first one was lucky and then I'd say I the second one was, well, was, was dominant. I think that's what they're going for. They're trying more of the you know, it's it's worked for them a couple of times and it's not worked for them a couple of times. So Is, is the word you're looking for razzle-dazzle? The razzle-dazzle. Flamboyance. Yeah. Flamboyance. Yeah. Would you it's almost like say Warriors. it's like uh, coconut? <laughs> Would you almost I'm say not, not in the words Moore. of Billy Moore, yeah. coconut football? No, not at, I don't know what you're implying. I was just saying, you know, like guys like Daniel Alvaro and Bo Scott, really gritty, you know, really just hard workers. And then, you know, guys like uh, Sammy, just very flamboyant, and um, yep. Jennings, you know. But no, not making any inference, just that's just, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pleased, but I'm not. I don't think either side, of, it feels like it's been pretty stop and start. Yeah. A few penalties, a few drop balls. A lot of really drop balls from Manly's of, side, at least. Yeah, yeah Manly's, Manly's possession's been a bit ordinary. Uh, but, but I will say, rookie uh, Lotto Land, it's a good atmosphere. It's friendly. Yeah. It's um, it's pretty... It's, it's what would you say? It's probably like 60-40 crowd, 70-30? 70-30, but there's yeah. a good para contingent. Yeah. Um, and it's all pretty good-natured, so... But Good sorry, people should get out here. Support your team, you fucking idiots, manly <laughs> fans. Get out here. Well, it is raining, but it doesn't bother us. But no. Cyrus, wouldn't you say, put your super coach away? Live look. Wouldn't you say though that, like, compared to last season, mm. where we had lulls in defence, 
last season, the same situation, we'd be down by possibly 30 points at this point. Like, we had a lot of drop balls, which has given them a lot of possession yeah. in our half. Yeah, 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 but at the same time, like, we've held them out. And they've got one lucky try, which was like a deflection rebound, off a drop ball from Manly, which got them down there in the first place. So, I mean, wouldn't you say, though, that that's a positive to take out of this game, is that we're not, we're not going to sleep for 15 minutes like we did last season? Well, what the viewers don't know is that the cheerleaders are on at the moment, and all I'm doing is looking at the cheerleaders. There is one in particular that is... Her boob-to-waist ratio is fantastic. Like, she must be like a size 8, and she's got like double E's or something. But, and, wow. Um, Just further ahead. He wants Gutherson out the back. Gutherson shows and goes and scores! Against his old club, Quint Gutherson extends Parramatta's lead. Oh, there's numbers. Gutherson, quick hands, Takarangi, it's over the sideline. Manly survive. Well, the Manly fans should be on their feet. Here's Alright, full time, Lotto land, Manly 12, Eels 20, poor showing by the Eels. Yeah, I, mate, with very, that much possession, yeah. you should have been up by about 44. Very disappointed, we should have won by a lot more, I mean, you know, good team, but just far to execute and, you know, Parra will be looking really hard at themselves this week saying, why don't we win by more? I mean, it was manly. We always knew we'd win this game and I was looking for just just a, a good performance and I'm, I think we're back to the drawing board, mate. Cyrus? I, I don't even want to talk. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I'm. Well, I, I would say there's alarm bells, alarm bells going off for para. Yeah, we were we we were down on their line twice and we scored twice. Yeah. Their, their, their goal line defense was, dare I say, laughable. Yeah, terrible. Manly Manly defended their line. I I'm not one to like I'm not I'm not I'm not one to exaggerate, but I would say 137 times. Yeah, well, Manly really are and the, they only got Manly, in three Manly took times. a moral victory from this win, and Barra really are going to have some serious questions. Um, Brad Arthur's going to be under a lot of pressure right now. Whereas I think Trent Barrett will be sitting pretty, knowing that, you know, you know, Appy Carousel, a lot of question marks, he answered them. He really answered them. <laughs> Blake Green, money well spent. And well, Dally Cherry Evans, wow, mate. Oh, he had a good can, game. He looks could awesome. you pay him a bit more? Well. Could you pay him more? But all, in all seriousness, yeah, we're, we're all having a bit of a go. I would say, I would say um, the people I was concerned about was Awate. He played well. Awate played solid. well. Awate I'd say played well. Walker played well. I would say both both wings played well for Manly. Yeah. Um, I'd say Tom Travojevic played pretty poor. Nah. He he was he was a missing man. Yeah. Uh, and Tapao and our oh. forwards, I think, were dominated. Oh. They forwards just, were missing. They just couldn't they couldn't hold on to the ball. Brent Lawrence, there, there was Look, just no I, massive. It was it was again. I, I'll take a victory over Manly any day. But it was like it was a round one game, not a pretty yeah. match. No. Nah. Manly lost. I mean, yeah, I'd like to say Parra won it. Parra no, scored some, some razzle-dazzle tries, you know, pretty yeah. pretty lucky tries. But they, they attacked the line. But I think Manly just dropped too Manly much ball. You can't... Yeah, Manly lost you the can't, They're not going to compete. I mean, Parra's yeah. the least of their problems. Yeah. When you're playing yeah. a Melbourne or a, or a Brisbane oh. or someone... And you and you're just throwing those passes. It was it was not a high quality game, but no. I'll take the win. 
Yeah, it was. We just fucked. Manly lost that game. We were starved. We were starved from the ball for far too I don't, long. I don't think you had it to win. I just don't think you were ever well, we in it. We lost yeah. the game because like, we, you just never like you never got any. Here's the prayer session though. There we go. Oh my god. A prayer and session. Who's in there? So we're looking at a prayer session on the field. This makes me want to be. This makes me more sick than the fucking oh, loss. Who, who, so who's in there? Tafua. Yeah. Yeah. So Tafua. Um, Sammy. Sam, no, no, no. I'm just looking from Manly. Tafua, uh, Frankenstein or whatever, Winnenstein. Uh, is that Marty Tapau? And hang on, and wait, zoom in. AFB. Mate. Actually, AFB. in the middle of it, Trent Barrett praying for his job says, Dear Lord. <laughs> but I would say, no, but. Really I'm about to, something's about to happen where I, I start hitting people with my umbrella. I right. just. I can't cope. That, that, that was a terrible ending. I didn't mind the loss, Mate, but to see our one. players... It's game one. Praying. It's a game one. Players. That makes Fuck me that. sick. Brad that makes Tagger me really fucking sick. Yeah. All right, well, that's that's it for the podcast this week. Uh, don't forget to tune in next week where you'll hear Billy say... The Hayson Cup is ours. Yeah, all right. See ya.
grab it. Should I go up and get a joint? Sure. <laughs> the only way that I'm gonna, the only way that I'm gonna not be angry is if I just smoke a joint well, and just become relaxed. Yeah, well, we don't Billy want you. We don't want you not choosing the door tonight. Yeah. Do you want a beer, Billy? Uh, I love one. Thank you. I said that I couldn't drink. Go enjoy that. Uh, we all lie. We all lie to ourselves yeah, and each other. Yeah, we lies. Billy, I once told you that I uh, liked Parramatta a little bit. No. Uh, 